Okay. Yes. All right. Vibrant vernacular. Here we go. Good morning. This is Shawan. It's Esalay. And Pashas. How's everybody? Amen. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, This morning, I just want to say that we are here. We're happy to be here. And we just want to talk about 2020 thus far. Like, how y'all feeling about this year? (laughs) It's been wild. (laughs) We're in the second half. And my God, it's been since day one. I feel like it's been so much. Um, I don't even feel like we had a year. Like, I feel like it's just Groundhog Day every single day. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm funny. Yeah. I talked to one of my girlfriends yesterday, and that's exactly how she described it. Mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. Like, what, we waiting to see what's going to happen? Or why do y'all say that? <laughs> well, it's a movie called Groundhog Day. And, like, I forgot who the... I'm trying to look it up. But, um... Not it's, a, it's a movie called Groundhog Day, and I forgot who the actor was. But Billy um, Crystal. it was it. I don't think it was Billy Crystal. What's his name? Goodness gracious, Bill yeah. Murray. Bill Murray. Okay. Bill so Murray, yeah. yeah, so you know the tradition is if the groundhog sees a shadow, what happens? Is it early summer? Something like that. Mm. I can't remember what the tradition is, but. He was stuck in some type of uh, time warp where every single day was Groundhog Day. So every day that mm-hmm. he woke up, it was Groundhog Day. And that's how I feel. Like, I just feel like every day it's the same <laughs> day over and over. Like, you have nothing to look forward to. Like, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it getting better. Like, <laughs> I have to think. Is, like, what does better look like at this point? That's that's like when you were talking about mental health when we were talking offline, but that's my issue. Like I don't have anything specific to look forward to, and I don't know what better looks like. And I think that it's. I thank you for being honest because if you know a lot of people were honest, they they feel the same way, you know. And it's just. I think it gets harder and harder as a a mental health professional to kind of inspire people when, you know, I have my days where I'm like, Lord, you know, is it going to get better, you know, (laughs) better in terms of finances, um, just in terms of feeling like I'm moving forward personally. Um, I know with the quarantine, yeah, I've talked to so many people and they said, if you don't come out of this better, then something's wrong. But I'm like... I'm just trying to stay sane, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it's so much stuff. And I think it's in it. It's it's like got so many, so many fears that are more so installed in me now, and heightened. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for instance, let's say somebody didn't like where they work, right? It would be yeah. so hard to leave and take a leap of faith in this time because it's so uncertain you know yeah and about on the mental health side july is minority mental health awareness month and i guess that may mean a lot to some people but as a black woman i can say we clearly see 
so many people that need mental health services, but there's such a stigma in our community sometimes. You crazy. Why are you going to go tell them people all your business? Or the, the classic, what happens in this house stays in this house. And, and that's mm-hmm. the shit that's killing people because they're not open. They're not truthful. They're not telling what's really going on. I remember I watched um, one of those Tyler Perry movies and uh, not to downplay Tyler Perry, but one of the movies where I think Taraji P. Henson was like, anything that's covered won't heal, you know? And it's like, you keep covering up stuff that needs to be talked about. So, so a personal healing can take place. So I'm just, I encourage everybody to talk to somebody, you know, even if you can't afford what I found uh, over this month so far is that people who really need the services, they can't afford them, you know, and that's a, a deterrent to them getting the help they need if they don't have insurance or they just some people are just you know it's a cultural thing um for a lot of people uh, they're black but there are different um ethnicities you know i know i can only speak about the african-american and the african culture itself the people that i know who have to suffer in silence because of what their parents think you know i think that's something to to really think about as well if you need help get the help you need. Um, also, another thing I want to talk about, Patrick, you said you had a birthday recently. You want to talk hey. about your birthday? Give a shout out. Yeah, I just appreciate having great friends. You know, Asley, Shawan, you know, Shayna, Ursula, you know, all my friends and family. To be honest with you, I've never had a birthday where I didn't get love and support from all aspects of things and for me it's not about gifts honestly because not like saying this to be like you know I'm doing so great but honestly I never want anything because if I really want it I'll get it you know myself so it's never been about gifts for me because I just don't want anything like I don't really have any needs at this point other than to go to the Bahamas and I'm not expecting anybody to do that for me but like I just love you know feeling like people actually care about you you know and that's what I do every year on my birthday I reflect on the fact that you know although all of this craziness is going on I still have people who are rooting for me I still have people who really care about me and my well-being and who appreciate the fact that I'm here um it's so funny. I had a conversation with my husband about birthdays and he was <laughs> like, well, you know, I spend all my birthdays at sea because normally he is, you know, on the ship during his birthday. Mm-hmm. He was like, so mm-hmm. it doesn't really mean too much to me. And I was like, my birthday is the most important day for me out of the year. <laughs> I was like, not, and I know like two other people who have the same birthday, you know, but it's more so for me, I look at it as a reflection, a reflection point of the fact that you have people who care about you. And even if you don't, you care about yourself. So you should appreciate the fact that you're here. I know so many people who's lost their lives or who's lost their minds and don't understand, you know, what's going yeah. on or, you know, like we got, you know, some bad news about my mother-in-law, um, although she's still here. Can you imagine like a doctor telling you that you don't have too much time left? Like imagine that. So every birthday, I just appreciate it because one of these days I'm not going to, you know, 
And that's yeah. the, the honest truth of it. You will not be here one day, you know? Amen. Mm-hmm. And as a late, we um, talked a little bit too. And um, your grandmother, um, we talked about her secrets to life. I wanted you to share some of that, please. Yeah. So just, you know, I'm always checking on her and ready to fight somebody if things ain't going the way they need to go with her. But I was just asking her, you know, just kind of like, what's your secret to you know living this long and things of that nature so a hundred so we're okay. pushing 101 so yes. pretty cool um mm-hmm. but I was asking her like food wise my grandma's always been the type of person she don't really like to eat the only thing she like to eat is sweets so she'll tear mm-hmm. up some cheesecake she'll tear up a milkshake um but as far as food it's not like she's always been like this health nut my grandmother rather stay physical and move around than eat she's the type of person you have to remind her to eat oh wow Um, so she's never been like like I've never seen her just eat like a bowl of cherries or you know salads all day she really actually just started eating salads it's never really been her thing but one thing Mm -hmm. she doesn't like is pizza so I was like, you know mm. what? That may be the secret to longevity. Because <laughs> pizza will be clogging up all kinds of arteries. And I'm like, she maybe. <laughs> yeah, like that's the one thing that she don't like. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I could survive without that. Me I know my either. son couldn't. Like he's I a ninja not. turtle. Yeah, so, I cannot do it as I like to have to eat pizza every week. Right. Exactly. Every week I have to get pizza. Oh man! So I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, I guess I'm shooting for fifty because a hundred um, <laughs> with this pizza is not gonna work. Um, and then I don't know. She's always been been very peaceful, and that's what everyone has said about her. I think I've seen her upset once, which she had the right to be upset, and probably like cuss once. And it wasn't mm. even like a real cuss word. It was like jackass. I don't like count that as one. And the oh funny thing is she was talking about Whitney Houston when she said that. She's like, she's oh. such a jackass. I think just <laughs> the destruction, you know, of her talent, the downfall of her talent, because she thought yes. she was really talented. Um, but that's about it. We took her out to eat for her birthday last year um, for lunch. And me and my sister were just asking her, like, I said, living this long, like, what advice would you, you know, give us? So um, the two things is she was like, you always stay together um, as a family and as a unit. And that was kind of shade she was throwing at us. (laughs) Why? Because it's just, (laughs) no, it's just certain, you know, people, we're not close. Like, even though, you know, we're family, we're not really close. So that was kind of her way to throw shade at us. Well, tell me, Gma, I'm with you. I can't, I can't ascribe to that either at this point. <laughs> she said, um, and always be kind to people. So, and those are two of the things that I can honestly say I've known her to be forever. She's never been rude to anybody. And um, she's always put her family first, always helped out in any way that she could. So, I love you. I, oh, I said I love Thank me some G Ma. Oh man. Wow. Yeah, I feel like I'm right there beside her, like soaking all this up. I'm just looking oh, like, wow. tell me more. Tell me more. Like <laughs> this is so yeah. cool. And she is gorgeous. Like yes. 
kind of gorgeous. Mm. Like, ah, you got to ask her what's her tips to stand beautiful at that age as well. Because, I mean, your grandma is absolutely gorgeous. Like, no drugs and no drinking because she's never done either. Amen. So, again, that might cut me down to 40 because I'm the oldest shit there. I look like the crypt. I'm look like a crypt keeper. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. But I swear I wish in my lifetime that I have someone like your grandma. Like it would just I I guess I would have to be that. Hopefully I can live that long or you know. Yes. Um but yeah. girl, that's gonna be crazy as crap. I can't even imagine. Anyway, but it would be nice to be able to, you know, be around that long to have those conversations with your greats, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, that's, yeah, you mentioned a lot of, um, like, you know, words to live by, just talking about your grandma. And I know I was looking on your page and I saw a picture of you and your sister. And I was like, y'all are so beautiful. It's almost like I could see the genes, you know, like transferred. So yeah, that's the ultimate. They look better in person. I can tell. Much better in person. Not that I've seen both of them before in my life, but I'm just (laughs) That is funny. Yeah, so y'all keep on, keep on. When you said no drugs and no alcohol, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm- that ain't us. No, that ain't the sisters. Okay. Because you're a little Liddy over here. Liddy in the city. <laughs> These days and times, I truly understand. So, talk, let's talk but about I think- Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think it's just the simplicity of things. I think in our generation and just now, we're kind of overexposed. It's the quickness yeah. of everything. And when you talk to somebody, you know, not, she don't care about no technology. She thinks it's crazy. She can FaceTime people. <laughs> but it's just the simplicity, I think, that allows them to, you know, live as long. They're not worried about, in essence, keeping up with the Joneses, which mm-hmm. is funny. That's our maiden name. But it is. All that extra is what it is. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. So yeah, I was just thinking like 2020 thus far, like um, every time I think about like we say we're happy to be alive and it's like, man, like do y'all, oh, I don't even know what to say next. 2020 has just blown me away so far. It's funny because I'm so, (laughs) I'm so simple. Like Mm. I honestly feel like if I could buy a plot of land and just farm it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be fine, honestly. Yeah. And then take my occasional trips to the Bahamas. <laughs> I would be so okay with that. Like, I just feel like it's so much hoopla, like, going around. And I went through Instagram last week because it was my vacation. And I was on Instagram too much. Mm-hmm. Like, too much for my own. Like, it was just so much overload of information and overload of being in other people's lives and being envious back to being envious Mm. of other people just as simple it's crazy because we're quarantined right Mm. to be doing and Ludacris posted up and no shots or shades at Ludacris but he posted him in the Bahamas oh lord and I'm sitting here like I thought we was quarantined like how are you able to to make this happen you know, 
In I've seen a lot of people traveling. Yeah, yeah. In this mm-hmm. time that we're in, like, how how are you able to do it? And it feels like the rest of the world is stuck, you know. And yeah. I feel like we need that though. So like, it was more so like jealousy, I would say, because I'm like, I want to be in the Bahamas. Like, we didn't yes. go anywhere for my birthday this year because of the quarantine and COVID. You know? Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, God, I swear I was playing about that this morning. I was like, if I could just go to and sit on a beach and like he was showing this beach. He was like, I found this island. I'm going to claim it for my own. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bear. Oh, I did see island. that. Yeah, yes. it didn't have anything on it. It Clear was just sand. Water. Yes, and water. They and I think cool. he was in the Bahamas, but I'm not sure. But I would love to have my little lawn chair as long as I got a toilet somewhere and I'm just sitting there chilling, you know, like just looking at the water, getting clarity of thought, you know, meditating on my next move. Like that's what I feel as though I need. So although we're in solitude, I feel like we're not in solitude at the same time in order to, to generate a clarity of thought or move. Amen. I love that. Like I just, yeah, it's just like some people are taking proper precautions and some people is like, we still out here, you know, like just never missing a beat. So I'm just kind of confused right now. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I think do. quarantine different when you got money. Yeah, yeah. just I think so again, too. no shade. But yeah. when you got money, like you can afford to take these risks. Mm-hmm. But when you don't, it's like, mm, do you should like I save or should I? Yeah, make it rain. And, and you know what? Like... It's not even about saving as lay because to I'm say this. Mm. My girlfriend the was supposed who to... has a job. No, let me stop. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen. My girlfriend was supposed to be celebrating her 40th birthday last week in Jamaica, hey. right? And they have stipulations where I think oh. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. I may be wrong, but this is what she told me that you have to quarantine for 14 days. Once you get then, there, or once you're there, then mm. you can do your vacationing. But then when you come back, you got to quarantine for 14 more days. So I guess when I say the money aspect isn't it, well, I'm saying it like, who has a month to go to Jamaica? On your so two-week like you, vacation. Exactly, on your, on your one-week vacation. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the time as far as at my job where I can take a whole month off to do that type of a vacation. Yeah. It, it don't even make it fun no more. Like <laughs> all this waiting, like you you got a whole month worth of waiting either way it goes, like in the beginning and the end. And then you try to have fun in those what, one week, however many yeah, days. Yeah, so that's like a month and a half, right? If you think about it, 14, 14, mm-hmm. two weeks, okay. that's four weeks, that's, that's a whole month. And then you're seven weeks or you're yeah. seven days. So yes. yeah, that's crazy. Somebody coming up short. <laughs> Yeah, America is just tacky. Like we could have been over this. Yeah. We're supposed to be this country that has like all these resources. People come here because of healthcare from you know third world countries, and we can't figure out how to control like a virus or get people to sit still. Yeah, like, this is mind blowing to me. And then now think- we're becoming the terrorists, where people not necessarily terrorists per se. But they don't want us in their countries. That's why they have all those crazy ass stipulations about 
like quarantine this day, quarantine that day, because they figured it out. They've been aggressive. Yeah. So they don't want to look like us. And we just right there. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's another thing. I really have not been um, glued to the news like I used to be in previous months, but now I was able to catch it yesterday. And um, I'm just like, damn, you know, we need the help, you know? <laughs> and people protesting wearing a mask. It's like, I have a right not to wear a mask. You also got the right to die, but do it over there. You know, like, I just think people, <laughs> people really, I don't know, the selfishness, the level of mm-hmm. my rights, you know? Yeah, you got a right. We, we not denying that, but dang, I'm just like, Common sense just has no. It, I don't know if it's, it's common sense. And y'all know me, I'm always on yeah. the opposition. I feel like that wearing a mask thing, I think people should do more research on it before you start mm-hmm. like really getting mad at these Karens or people who don't wear yeah. masks. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, to, I mean, when you breathe out, you're breathing out what? Carbon dioxide, yeah. I guess and, my point was when people are getting harassed, you know, the, yeah, the level. Then just do it. And that's just like, I do it. I'm not one of those people that's going to be cussing you out. That's my right not to wear I'm going to wear it because you're yeah. telling me that you need me to wear it in this store. Yeah. I'm going to wear yeah. it. But I promise you, as soon as I exit that store, that mask is coming <laughs> off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, not, I mean, like I'm halfway one foot out the door and I'm still, yeah. I'm pulling that sucker off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, yeah. of course, I don't know if it's helpful or hurtful. We're doing what somebody else told us that we have to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these are the same people that are under ridicule for other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Dr. Fauci, look him up. There's other things going on with him that the world doesn't really share. So it's like, you really got to look at the motives behind why people are telling you to do it. And yeah. we don't. We just do. I mean, I feel like we live in this country, so we got to abide by certain rules and guidelines because we don't have any other options. But I think, you know, out of respect for people who feel as though that is what's needed, I'm going to do it yeah. in those places where I need to do it. You know, there's such saying? a divide. I mean, I Mm-mm. I think that's why I brought it up. The the whole divide between wearing it or not wearing it. I'm like, damn. Like, I just never knew people felt so strongly about certain things. Like, it, <laughs> I guess stuff that I looked at as minuscule or like we got bigger fish to fry. You know, it's yeah, like exactly. You really gonna hit somebody over there? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand that part. <laughs> But um, yeah. Do you guys I think, have- again? Cause, no, I was just gonna say I think because back to the beginning, like we said, everybody is just kind of over it and heightened. Mm-hmm. So if they find one little way to take their frustration out on people, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know, yes, if the mask works, but like let's give it a try and see what <laughs> happens, so we can kind of move the fuck on from like going back and forth, like. I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Have y'all heard about another shutdown or all that? Like, I think Yeah, was, I've been hearing yeah, that that was that. in the work. So <laughs> I want to change the subject real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Instagram the other day and I wanted to know how you guys felt about this. So I saw this post that says the United States is ranked among the, amongst the worst countries to raise a family. Ooh. Oh, I saw that. I thought that Mm. was so crazy to me. So I looked it up and it was kind of like 
I'm going to kind of read this. Like a Los Angeles-based mother of two and her husband, they came up with this list. Um, and the parameters that they looked into with the list was uh, it was safety, happiness, cost, health, education, and time. Those mm-hmm. are like some of the factors they looked at. And they said the United States clocked in at 34th place, just yeah. ahead of last place finisher Mexico. What's number one? I, I Probably didn't like France. Look, <laughs> you think France would be number one? They probably not mm. know and they racist. No, I don't know. Mm. I have to find the list. I remember like, I that post. I see what they just have. I just see they have that, but they, I don't see the whole mm. list. I remember that post because my sister commented and she was like, and if it's a black family, she was like, Ooh, yes. I couldn't even imagine. That's why I was saying That's not crazy. Fr- if you're black, then that wouldn't apply. Let me look it up. He said the best country to rear a family. I just read like number one is Denmark. Okay. Denmark is number one. Oh. Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Canada, Netherlands, Finland, Switzerland. New Zealand. Oh wow! Denmark. Can you imagine being thirty fourth and you just praise like they have such arrogance about America, That's and we're thirty freaking fourth on a list? I mean, not saying that list is like you know the the holy grail of list, but that but like we're not top ten exactly, exactly. Like people dying to get green cards to come here, we're not even top ten. Exactly. Like, why? So why are you so yeah, press? I mean, we didn't have a choice but to be here, but it's kind of like why are you so antsy about America and the arrogance of American people when we ain't even in the top tier at all? Like, we're I wonder if it tier. has. To, I wonder if it has to do with like, and this is definitely quotation marks. If it has to do with certain freedoms, you know what I'm saying? I wonder like, yeah, maybe. In I mean, if they culture, said safety. Is one of the features. Like, so I don't know. Because I'm like, know. you know how in certain cultures they're not allowed to like practice different religions or women can't, you know, right. do certain things mm-hmm. or dress certain. Yeah. So I wonder if some of those things are why mm. maybe escaping. I don't know. So it's got to be wrong because She's on this saying. list it's saying it has to be because this list that I'm, we are actually number on this list on raising a family, we are number 15. So this got to be a different list. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this got to be, we're number 18. No, that's a white family. Yeah. So that might be right. I do not know. Spain is number 15 on the list I'm looking at. Like, oh, United States is 18. Yeah. Okay, I see 18. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. So we would have to kind of find the right list, but that's insane and as a lady maybe that could be it because on that list I didn't see any like cultural uh, countries like uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi or anything like Mm -hmm. that so I don't know wow well these kids look I I keep telling them I'm doing the best I can you know I was like I can't apologize for anything I say just you know I don't like to compare us to other people but I just be like y'all know it could be a lot worse like (laughs) in terms of you know I just try to make them definitely um 
show gratitude as much as possible. Um, I've never been big on having or buying more than we need. So, you know, just teaching them like a minimalist approach to life, I think is kind of hard when, you know, their friends have everything and, you know, stuff they don't even touch or need or even want. And it's like, you know, just teaching them not to overdo things in life, period. It's like, Lord, help us all. <laughs> oh, and I did find it, you guys. I found the right list and we are 34 and Mexico is 35. Iceland is number one. Oh, wow. But they don't have every country up here. It's only actually 35 countries. So, of course, mm -hmm. we know it's kind of um, not, you know, all-encompassing on top of the fact that they don't have any countries in Africa on the list. So, it could be that know. as a lay. Definitely mm -hmm. could be that. So, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think with my kids, like, I've read a book, uh, The Seven, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by... Um, Deepak Chopra and mm. in that book he was he was saying how with his kids like he wanted them to focus so much more on what they want to do in life like their passions and like him and his wife supported it with whatever they had you know so that way that the least of their worries would be you know I guess the financial aspect of things which mm. I think was the opposite in my house but mm. That's what I focus on with my kids is I want them to figure out what they want to do versus figuring out what they have to do. You know, mm. I don't know. So yeah. I just don't want them to end up in a position that me and their dads and not saying we're in a horrible position, but I don't want them to end up in a position trying to figure things out at such a later stage in life versus having the freedom to be able to figure it out now and then you know, work on how to make things happen late. Yeah, that's yep, why you have no responsibility. Yep. Because <laughs> once you hit that R word, which is a scary word, that it mm. changes the trajectory or however you pronounce it of everything. Like mm. everything changes because I feel like now at my age, 40 something, no, I'm just joking, 41, I feel like I'm working more so, more so. <laughs> to take care of my responsibilities versus working to take care of me. Like, I feel like it's everything outside of me that I'm working to make sure I maintain versus working to maintain passion. See, I, I get that. And that's what we've been. Do you feel like that's what we've been doing for so long? Like, yep. is that, and that's the part that I'm working so hard to change. And like, I think I spoke on this before, how it may look crazy to some people, but I was also, uh, well, you guys know I've been doing this fasting and praying, you know, trying to get it together. But part of the fasting for me is um, not eating the meat and the sweets, you know, and I feel like that's part of me taking back my power. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I'm so exhausted from going and doing for everybody else that I don't even take time to eat a decent meal. And now I feel, oh, I'm what, this is my fourth, I'm going into my fourth week of this thing and when I tell you I'm just like if I don't eat like the world has to stop you know so I have to but I have to plan my meals you know so I'm not just grabbing some chicken tenders and you know all this stuff like I, I'm more conscious and 
half the time I'm so busy that I'm, I realize I'm not that hungry, you know, when I start drinking my water and just literally taking some time for me. I, that we always talk about self-care, self-love, and I'm, I'm just willing to get all the way back to that. So whatever it takes for us to carve out time for us, like what does Pashas want? What does Azalea want to do? You know, and sometimes that's absolutely nothing. You know, <laughs> we got to be okay with that. The world's not going to stop because we took a break. And so I just feel doing everything for everybody else. When I feel like I'm pulled in so many different directions. It's like, slow down. And I think, um, Pashas, I know you've mentioned this a few times and I've started turning my phone off at night. And I'm so glad I do that. You know, I say everybody that's, you know, of the immediate importance is already in this household. So I'm turning mm-hmm. it off, you know, and, and that has helped me kind of distance myself and unwind a little bit more. So I say, don't forget yourself in this craziness. 2020 is true that turn up. <laughs> so how do you feel about that as like feeling like, oh, y'all Disney? know self-care is my middle name. <laughs> oh, was that your question? Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Just saying in general, do you feel like as we age and we gain those levels of responsibility that that's what we're working for versus working for, you know, of course, self-care is a big part, and but working for ourselves, like we're working towards making sure all of these other things are taken care of and not necessarily making sure that we're taken care of. So I'm going to be honest. I think it had, um, my son had a lot to do with that. If I didn't have him, I honestly wouldn't care about all of that. Yeah. That's Um, what I'm saying. The responsibility aspect of it. So like, Oh yeah. You know, like I bought a house. So I have to maintain level of income. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, had my children. So now I have to maintain a certain level of income to make sure that they're straight. So like, I feel like that's, kind of like the sucky part of life you know and what I try to help my children to understand and try to start off in the beginning with working towards doing stuff you love so that way when you obtain those responsibilities it kind of balances itself out because you're paying yourself ultimately because you're doing something you love you know what I'm saying so like it's harder I think to uh, turn that around when you can start at an early age instead of trying to wait until you're here where we are and now you're like, well, once my kids graduate from college or once I pay yeah, off this I car know. or, you know what I'm saying? Those types of thoughts are harder yeah. to get through. Yeah, I think we're definitely like in the responsibility stage. Um, always and forever. <laughs> I don't Girl. think it. Girl, don't you know, do that really ever ends it just becomes a lighter load of responsibility I guess I should say um and I think like you said it's important to and that's why I try to expose my son like y'all with boys do they ever like take anything serious or grow up because I feel like I'm exposing him to different things but Aiden's a very young eight-year-old if that makes sense yeah, and I try yeah. not to compare, but natural instinct, I compare to other eight-year-olds. And I'm like, yo, why is he so, and it's not a bad thing, he's so childlike. But like sometimes, you know, I'm like, is he listening to these deep conversations I'm having? It seems like he is. And then he'll be like, can we go get McDonald's? 
Like, what the fuck did you just listen to, like, me talk about black Anything history I and said, what you could like... be? Yeah. And he's like, oh, can I get a slushy with that? You know, happy meal. But like, what? See, okay. What? I think there is Sometimes. a time where they grow up. Like my youngest is tw- my youngest boy is twelve, and I was telling Pashas this morning we were sitting at the table. Everybody else is asleep, and he was asking me about reverse osmosis. Then he was asking me about credit card fraud and all this stuff, and I'm like, it- it's that damn internet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they, they they pick up stuff from the internet, but having those kind conversations I think my oldest is 19 and there's some stuff that he's like well we were we were it wasn't an argument we were talking but he was like you told me to to you know x y and z and I'm like you're right you know like I can't be mad at him for but it's like he remembered the things that I taught him a long time ago now that he's basically an adult he was like my whole life you taught me to care about people's feelings now I think I'm too sensitive you know and I was like damn you know (laughs) there's no middle ground I guess do the best you can you talked about having a mentor for him and I think that's the most important thing you know that male figure being there because we don't want him to um I was talking to another parent this week and her son is 10, but she was like, he thinks he's the boss. You know, it's just her and him. Girl. And I was, <laughs> don't, um, this man on, I don't know him, you know, personally, but he was saying that single mothers have the tendency to emasculate their sons. And I was like, look, if he want to be the boss, I mean, you know, you're the mother, but still let him step up. You know, if there's certain ways that he feels he wants to do, you know, if y'all hear a noise and he wants to be the one to check it out in the middle, of the night, let him do that. You know, little stuff. Oh, nah, I just he feel like stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, any chance that you can like affirm him or show him, you know, that he is the man, you know, I, I think it, it would be cool to do that, you know, with, you know, respect to safety and all that other stuff. But it would be cool okay. to just, kind of, you know, let him express himself and just trust that you're planting a seed, even though you may not see the results after one Girl. of those heart to heart. Do you want him to be like, I'm the next MLK? Like, what do you expect? Yeah, like, like say something. I need to know you listening. But that's good know, to know that you know it so comes back. It does. It, you know, it's funny to me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. So even though I'm married, you know, my my sons have their dad in the home, right? My son, I know, I mean, because my husband leaves and goes, you know, a lot. <laughs> he thinks he is the freaking man, y'all. Like, I love yo, it. I love it. I love and you talking about emasculating this dude? I'd be wanting to <laughs> knock him, slam out, you know, because he he really does think at times he is my little one's dad. So like when he talks to him, it's like. Because I said so, like, with, you know, like when Kevin Hart says, say it with your chest, that's him all day when it comes to my little one. And he is like, literally, I will say something to Anon and he will come right behind. Didn't you hear mama say? But then I'll say, I mean, go wash the dishes. And I have to say that 13,655 times before he will wash the dishes. You know what I'm saying? So like, I and like, I... This is so bad, but I like work so hard to not make him my husband. Yes. Not make him my boyfriend. Like that has been a struggle since his birth because he was my first love. Like 
in essence, he was my first son. So it was kind of like, oh my God, I got a boy. And I always wanted a son. So it was just always like, now he's going to be my love. And then when I hear all of the horror stories about mama boys and, you know, don't do that to your son. I was like, okay, I can't do this to him. I can't do this to him. I can't do this to him. Like having to play this over in my head, but everything in me wants him to be Oh, you know, but it, it, it yeah. was, yeah, it's a tough balance, Azalea. And I think <laughs> Aiden, just be happy in, a, in yeah. essence that he has that youthful spirit because yeah, yeah. I know the opposite and the opposite yeah, is when far it's gone, away, you know? When it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say too. Don't, um, you know, don't downplay that or, you know, despise that because that's what so many moms want for their kids you know be a child as long as possible you know it's certain stuff that they he doesn't know about yet his friends haven't tainted his thoughts you know i'm saying like when you're not around and stuff so i say embrace those moments you know a a kid should be a kid you got so many kids that are being abused growing up in poverty all these other real life issues they have to worry about so for him mcdonald's is like still mcdonald's you know it it is what it is for him so yeah don't rush that but definitely keep planting that seed every chance you get he's listening trust me he is definitely he ain't got no choice you know what i'm saying but to listen because i know you and i know he is listening but it's just gonna show when it does show itself you're gonna be so proud like yo did that that was me all day pat myself on the back here we go and then he's gonna say mom can i have a slushie with gummy bears and you're like darn it darn it that was (laughs) short-lived exactly i'm like uh i just need to know you listening like that something is clicking up there and it is it is so girl this is the last mm-hmm. thing. I know we got to go. So yesterday <laughs> we had my sister's birthday slash graduation party. So my son, I grew up in Foundation Park. So we had flying roaches. We had everything that you can name, right? <laughs> I was right there. Around Project the baby, right? So <laughs> my son is so, he they, they've not really experienced that. You know what I'm saying? So yesterday we were at the park and it was a roach, a big water bug is what they call it, was crawling under one of the little, uh, you know, one of the little park things that they had. And I was like, Anon, they go a water bug, a big roach. And he was like, whoa, really? Oh my God. And he's like running, trying to figure, is it going to fly? I said, I don't think it's going to fly. And then my sister was like, well, I like, it has to be startled or scared. Uh, for it to fly and he's like running over there and I'm like dude it is not a pet so do not think that you're gonna put that sucker in your pocket and bring it home (laughs) I literally had to give him a warning because he was so excited y'all like it was like we try to stay alive out here and I'm trying to stay away from it like yo keep it over there and he's like oh my gosh mom this is so exciting you know and I'm like We got PTSD from them things. Like, Like, I see them in my sleep. I'm fighting them as I wake up. Yeah. Yeah. 
having to go backwards. They anyway. the worst when you don't kill them and you can't find them, so you got to sleep with one eye open. Exactly. And then they flip over backwards and you think Ugh. they did, and then you come near I'm them done. and they flip on you and they start exactly. coming at you. Like, nope, what nope, is nope, that? Nope. <laughs> you cussing out the incense. <laughs> exactly. And that's why <laughs> I'm like, to burn them. Girl, it's something, and you can't even flush them down the toilet because if you flush them down the toilet, they water them, so they're gonna come right back to the top. Exactly. So, yeah. But that's a youthful thing, Adelaide. So keep it, keep it going as much as you can. Right? As much as I wanted him to keep that roach where it was at, I know my son, so I had to give him a forewarning. Yo, do not bring that motherfucker home. Like, no, not today, buddy. Not the motherfucking day. <laughs> do y'all have any food for thought before we wrap up this episode? Uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah. I mean, the year's almost over. We're just going to have to finish out this hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. But um, try to find moments of gratitude. And I told y'all I'm a big proponent of self-care. So mm-hmm. it ain't a week to go by that I don't do something um, for myself. So keep that up too mm-hmm. and it's simple stuff I don't want y'all to think I'm buying like Birkin bags or going to get my makeup done but it's just <laughs> like um, you know working out or yeah. one thing I honestly say I've been able to do is read so oh. I'm actually short plug um, actually it's not a plug but I'm, so I'm reading the book White Fragility I don't know if you guys heard about it where, I have uh, but I don't know what it's about so a white woman is pretty much writing about racism in America, but she's writing from a white person's perspective, but she's calling people out on their white privilege and white solidarity. Um, so things of that nature. It's pretty interesting. And I'm reading it because I'm doing, we do a book club um, on Sunday evenings where one of my girlfriends from college, she's hosting it with other women so it's black women and white women and we discuss the chapters um each week and kind of discuss you know how they feel about it how we feel about it this week I think is going to be neat because they're splitting us up in the meeting with all black women and all white women for just a psychological you know mental health check-in I should say oh what is going on no I'm just playing (laughs) but it's so you don't feel um it's good for the the thing like do you feel like yeah no it's a safe space I think Mm -hmm. if anything because my girlfriend asked me to the side and I was like I'm not overwhelmed because not to be funny this is our life we live it this is every day y'all kind of taking a step back and looking at you know how throughout history you've had a lot of privilege and you've taken advantage of it and you've really made people feel less than so it's tough for them. Like my group last week, I had a lady, it was a different, because my group was shortened. So I was with other people, but they were honestly saying they had a tough time with the chapter. Um, they didn't understand some of this. It went against everything that they've known. She talks about ah. white people and a collectiveness versus, because that's one thing she, and I'm not trying to get all off subject, but one thing she talks about in the book is kind of talking about white people as a collective because white people tend to operate on this thing as a good bad binary meaning like I'm a good person so I can't be racist or me individually I don't do that and she's like you got to take yourself out of that equation because you don't give black people that benefit of the doubt so you got to we're not we're very generalized it's all of us or 
exactly so that's how she's writing the book and I mean it's I think it's effective I think it's good dialogue we're having I'm not sugarcoating anything um some stuff I think she goes far left in the book but she calling you know them out and I think it's making them actually think so but yeah it's allowed me to read in quarantine that's nice I heard of the book but never knew what it was about but that I might have to look into that I definitely think that would be pretty cool you know Mm -hmm. on a on a yeah and the fact that she's white and writing it makes it even better you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah I might have to look into that as we lay um I would say my food for thought is oh god do I even have any like at this point um (laughs) I, I don't know. Like, I, I have to dig deep on this one. Like, I had a challenging week. You know, for the last two weeks, it's been very, very mentally draining. So I'm working on finding and finding hobbies and stuff to do so I can get out of my own head. Like, I feel like I've created a space in my own head. And I don't know how to exit it in order to function mm. better, you know, in person and be the best version of myself that I can for everybody that needs me and me, yeah. most importantly. And it's it's been very challenging. So, like, and I'm, I was praying in the bed this morning just because I always pray for my friends and, you know, and yeah. I was just sitting here reflecting on, you know, everything that has happened this week. And I'm just sitting here like, I feel like I can't. Yeah. Individually. Like, I feel like I'm learning more and more that I can only pray that you find the answers for yourself because I can't pray that I can help Uh, you. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? Because people have to go through, I'm learning that people have to go through their own individual trials. And I was just thinking of it like a flower bed. I'm like, I can put weed, take the weeds out. I can put soil in it. But each flower has to grow individually. And the only thing I can do is water it, make sure it has the best conditions possible that I can help yeah. with to help it survive. But that flower still has to grow by itself. Amen. If that makes sense. It really does. And it sounds like what you said, like, I just want to add to that, do what you can, you know, and, and like you said, your intentions are always seem to be good to me, you know, definitely you're praying for people. I mean, that was one of my things. Um, did you want to add more before I take over? No, you're fine. Okay. That's it. Well, we did talk about the minority mental health uh, month being this month. So I just wanted to encourage everybody to definitely meditate pray, drink your water, you know, um, and the, we, we are in the second quarter of 2020. Um, so I would say just maximize that. Um, there's a man, uh, named Kenny Burns. I'm sure a lot of you know him. Um, I just love Kenny Burns for some reason, but one thing he used to always say is treat yourself. Like, and it's so funny because my mom used to say that too, but, um, I, oh, I think he's coming back to the radio here in Atlanta. So I'm really excited about that. But he used to always say, treat your, no, he said, touch yourself. It wasn't treat yourself. But <laughs> <laughs> that's two <laughs> different things. 
Yeah, that too. But no, <laughs> treat yourself. My mom used to always say, "Treat you better treat yourself." Like even if it's something small, like she used to always go to this restaurant called Piccadilly, like by herself. And I'm yeah. like, "Why? Why did you do that?" You know. And she was like, "I just wanted to." You know. She was like, "I just ate vegetables." You know. I was by myself. Like, but she would go to the movies by herself. She would really do a lot of stuff by herself sometimes. And I'm like, "Dang, yeah, I didn't get it before, but." We all need that time. And um, so take the time you need for yourself. However that looks, you know, do it. And um, another thing I want to talk about books. Um, you mentioned the book club, a book that I promise I'm going to read by the, before the end week is out. Um, I started on it, but I haven't finished. It's called Woman of Worth. And it's by uh, a girl I know, a woman. She's not a little girl, but her name is Kayla Fleming. And she is from Norfolk. And the book is called Woman of Worth. And I just can't wait to finish it because I need to let her know, you know, and that's one of the people I want to have an interview with. But I just wanted to talk really, really quickly, like another minute. Um, my friend, she is, we went to Lake Taylor together and um, she's written a book that's coming out soon. I'm supposed to interview her today. And I just wanted, her book is about finance. And um, one of her, like the line she put on the front of the book is, stay out of debt period like that was her thing and I just want to know did y'all have any questions or anything that you could think of you don't have to answer now but when it comes to finances for us as black women like if you could think oh of any gosh. questions um, I don't you know, know about finances and that's what I want to talk about <laughs> like yeah, I need help with so, that like I honestly yeah. definitely so need help is, in that department this is my first interview, so I just want to let y'all know what you know what we got coming up. But um, staying out of debt from a black woman's perspective, she grew up in Norfolk. She now lives in DC and works for the federal government in the finance hey, department. Yes, sis. And um, yeah, I do have a few questions for her. Um, but one of them is like, how do you bounce back when you was two and your mama put the lights in your name? You know? <laughs> like, yes. Just, but little stuff like that. Like, I just want her to, you know, she would definitely keep it real with us. But if y'all could think of any questions um, for me to throw out there to her, I think we're just talking today about how things will go for the interview. So there's still time to get your questions in or if, you know, I just want to do something really cool with this. And I do know her, you know, so I think this is going to be really, really good for us. Yes, um, I do want to like, like student loan debt, like, yeah. What's good debt? Oh What's not that's good scary. debt? You know, mm -hmm. so like those types of questions, because like that's definitely something I'm trying to get together for myself, because uh -huh. like I feel like I need to get a second job. Yeah, but I don't want to get a second job. You tell um, me. So, <laughs> and it's not that like, yeah, I just feel like I need more income, and I'm just not quite sure where to go to get it. Well, yeah. So her name is Natika Griffin, and um, well, she started following me on Instagram. Good, yeah, because I tagged okay. you. Yeah, I think okay. I tagged both of you. So yeah, that's coming up. And um, what I wanted to say one more thing, I can't remember, but I'll think of it later. But I just thank y'all so much for being there, being honest, tuning in. <laughs> yes. All right, yeah. Pete. Well, y'all have a wonderful week and. Be great. That's all I say. Just treat yourself, hoes. <laughs> it had to be you.
only one of you in this world. <laughs> y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, tell a friend and tell a friend. Um, we out here, and I just thank y'all. We couldn't do this without your support and your feedback. I've been definitely getting a lot of feedback. So, yeah, it's another week. We still here, and we got to make it count. So, this is Shawan. And <laughs> We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>